You're listening to Panels of Blood, part of SplatterPictures.net. Hello and welcome to Panels of Blood, the podcast where I take you through horror comics from all eras. I am your horror host, Wes Deadair Nipe. First up, I'd like to thank Rick Hunter for the use of his intro and outro music for the podcast, as well as Chris Begarin, who provided us with the wonderful art that you guys see not only for the podcast, but on the website. If you're just joining us, this is part two of our Archie Palooza. We have started reading Afterlife with Archie. And if you guys are interested in the history of Archie Comics, a very brief history of Archie Comics, as well as the creation of the horror imprint and why I believe this to be significant, please do yourself a favor and make sure you've listened to part one of Afterlife with Archie because I give a nice 10 to 15 minute intro that outlines everything that we're going to be doing but to reiterate at the very least i am going to be taking you through volume one of afterlife with archie as well as the other archie comics horror imprint title the chilling adventures of sabrina i don't really have a lot of chit chat for you guys so let us get right down into it i give you issue two of afterlife with archie story by roberto aguira sacasa Artwork, Francesco Francivilla. Letters, Jack Morelli. Creative consultant, Jesse Goldwater. An entire black page with the faintest red imprint of a windowsill with a heavy drape. Across it, a quote scrawled in red lettering. It reads, I didn't like Jughead when he was alive. Now that he's dead, well, the less said, the better. Prologue. We see the classic Archie Comics duo of Jason and Cheryl Blossom heading over to the Riverdale Halloween dance. They're both dressed as Raggedy Ann and Andy. The caption reads, Outside Riverdale High, Jason and Cheryl Blossom. Jason says, I can't believe we're crashing a towny dance. What would our compatriots at Pembroke say? Cheryl says, We're not crashing, we're infiltrating, with a very specific agenda, or have you forgotten? Jason. (sighs) Destroy Betty, destroy Veronica, create chaos, create mayhem. (sighs) You see, I'm already bored. Cheryl, looking off to the side with a sneer. Don't forget, claim Archie as my prize. Jason. Walking alongside Cheryl. If you're trying to make me jealous, Cheryl, bad idea. Cheryl. Settle down, Jace. Think of me as a cat and Archie Andrews as a ball of orange yarn. Cheryl leans in to Jason's ear, whispering. A plaything. A passing fancy. At best, a friend. Whereas you, brother dear... She takes his hand. You are my family, and therefore, forever. 
As the two approach the gymnasium, some kid dressed as Doctor Who barrels out of the room. He's holding his shoulder. He looks panicked. Cheryl says, So turn that frown upside down, and let's wreak some havoc, Kay. Jason, for you, sis, any the newcomer. Don't go in there! The twins look confused. Jason speaks up. How dare you speak to us, plebe? Cheryl, why shouldn't we? Terrible music? Non-alcoholic punch? The kid still holding his bloodied shoulder. Something weird's going on in there. They're like eating people. A close-up of the kid. Seriously, this junior bit me for like no reason. I gotta go. I gotta get home. Cheryl looks worried, but Jason has a smile on his face. Well, at least now I'm interested. Shall we proceed? Cheryl says nothing. The two in partial silhouette, only the orange hair of their wigs is really colored much in this panel. Both their eyes are obscured. Cheryl clutches her own shoulders while Jason tries to lead her on. Jason speaks up. Cher? Cher? Sava? Cheryl. I'm just thinking, Jason. They look at the doors of the gymnasium and see two silhouettes on the other side. I'm suddenly feeling quite angsty about this plan of yours. Jason. Of mine? Oh, no. No, no, no. Cheryl. Fine. It was mine, but I've changed my mind. Let's just go home and watch Bravo, all right? Words scrawl across the page in a separate panel. End prologue. We have an establishing shot. Veronica Lodge, covered in a blanket, still wearing her Vampirella costume. Her eyes are closed. She's hunched over. The room is dark. Caption reads, The Lodge Mansion, 12.30 a.m. Veronica. It was horrible, Daddy. We now are in flashback. Previously, within that night, the Riverdale gang at the party. We can see Betty and Veronica arguing with each other. Dilton in the background. Betty pointing an accusing finger at Veronica. Betty in her sexy nurse outfit. Veronica in her Vampirella outfit. Betty says, You are the most horrific BFF in the history of BFFs, Veronica. You have everything, yet you always want more. When will it be enough? When will it end? Veronica says flatly, Never, Betty. I'm a lodge which means it's my nature to be voracious and eternal. Dilton. Hey, everyone. Jughead's here. And holy spit! His costume's amazing! We're now back to the present time. Veronica, still with her eyes closed. I barely gave it a second thought. Earlier, someone tweeted something about Jughead being sick. But what did I care if he'd turned up? Back in flashback, we see the zombified Jughead Jones with his long-time love interest. Well, love interest is kind of a stretch. Ethel Muggs, as most of you will know, is the woman that chases after Jughead, but Jughead has always shown little to no interest in other people. In fact, I do believe that he's either heavily implied to be or either has come flat out as an asexual individual. So, But we have Ethel Muggs here, and she is dressed as Snow White. Veronica's caption. Ethel Muggs, on the other hand, was thrilled. Ethel. Juggy, you made it! Veronica. I wasn't friends with Ethel. When we passed each other in the hall, we'd nod. That's it. 
We now have a panel of Ethel throwing her arms around the zombified Jughead. Happy to see him. Veronica's caption. Still, I wouldn't wish what happened to her on my worst enemy. Ethel. You look incredible, baby. What kind of makeup is that? Jughead lets out a long moan. He opens his mouth and leans into Ethel's shoulder. Veronica. Not even on Jughead Jones himself. A shot to the present. Veronica opening her eyes. She's beginning to cry. That's when he did it, Daddy. That's when Jughead bit Ethel. Jughead sinking his teeth deep into Ethel's shoulder. It positively pours blood all over her costume. Veronica goes on to narrate. It didn't seem real at first. It was like a scene out of some asinine horror movie. I think... I think that's why people started laughing. Some people look shocked, but some people are laughing. One of the people smiling is Veronica herself. Betty leans over to Veronica. What's your problem, Veronica? Veronica. What, you wet blanket? It's funny. Betty. It's sick, you hag. It's a sick joke. And anyone who thinks otherwise... Betty's caption in the new panel, a close-up of Veronica's eyes, still filled with tears. Well, I hope they get what they deserve. Veronica now. Every year since we were little girls, Ethel's invited me to these ridiculous birthday parties she throws for herself. The next panel pulls out. We see, sitting in a high-backed chair, it's Veronica. Leaning against a fireplace is her father. He's wearing a fancy robe. Veronica. Just once, I wish you had made me go, Daddy. Veronica's father. Of course. It would be my fault somehow. Veronica. I'd feel less guilty about those 30 seconds. We see a gorgeous, absolutely beautiful splash page. Ethel's lifeless, bloodied hand dangling. Underneath it is the apple from her snow-white costume that is covered in blood. There's a single bite out of it. The floor is also covered in blood, and it's reflecting the apple. It's, it, it, lo it looks fantastic. It's really, really a cool image. Veronica's caption. Those terrible 30 seconds while Jughead Jones ate Ethel mugs right in front of us, and no one did anything but stare. Red letters scrawled across the page in its own caption. Interlude. Establishing shot. Pop's Diner. A place a lot of the teens in Riverdale like to go for burgers and shakes and all manner of fun activities. Pop says, Why aren't you lovely ladies at the dance? We see Pop standing there in front of two ladies. The ladies are Nancy and Ginger. Ginger says, Excellent question, Pop. Probably because... Nancy interjects. Because our dates canceled at the last minute. Ginger says softly, Wow, really, Nancy? Ginger goes on to cover for Nancy. Yeah, Pop. Our two football stud dates blew us off. So, I mean, what's a girl to do, right? Pop looks down at her, confused. And you couldn't find anyone else to take you? Or just go yourselves? Ginger. Go ourselves? What a novel idea. Wish I'd thought of that. Nancy. Don't, Ginger. An establishing shot of Pop's diner. We see in the foreground... A zombified hand approaching it. We rejoin the two women speaking to each other, sharing a shake. Nancy. So, I was thinking, maybe tomorrow morning we can get up early and... Ginger interrupts. No. A close-up of Ginger's face. 
I... I'm not sleeping over, Nancy. Sorry, but I can't keep doing this. Nancy. This meaning... What, exactly? Nancy now softer. Lower your voice, would you? A close-up of Ginger. Pretending we're just friends. Sneaking around on the DL. Waiting for the next time your parents go out of town so we can have a quote-unquote innocent sleepover. Outside of Pop's Diner, we see this mysterious zombie is now even closer. A shot of the two women. The camera is at a 45-degree angle above them. Nancy. We're having burgers at Pop's, Ginger. That hardly qualifies as sneaking. Ginger. You know what I mean. I'm done playing Brokeback Riverdale with you. Ginger speaks, but the panel is focused on Nancy. Me mommy and poppy raised me to be proud of who I am, Nancy. A smart, sassy Latina with fierce highlights. The panel now focuses on Ginger. This, not what we're doing, but how we're doing it, makes me feel ashamed. If Kevin can be honest about himself, so can we. Kevin, very famously in the Archie comics, came out as gay just a few years ago, and it was a big step forward for the Archie franchise in general because that sort of diversity was never really explored. And I'm not too sure if Nancy and Ginger are out in the comics now, or I just really am not that familiar with the characters. So if anybody out there knows, please hit me up. Let me know. Are they out and proud? Nancy speaks. Just outside the glass doors for Pops, we see a silhouette, eerily close, about to enter. Nancy says, Are you seriously comparing us to Kevin? Look in the mirror, Ginger. We're nothing like him, on any level. I can't help it. I'm scared, okay? A close-up of the bell above Pop's door. It jingles as it opens. And opening the door is the zombified father of Jughead Jones. Pops, from behind the glass door, looks terrified. Ginger says, Of what? What are you scared of? Nancy stammers out, M Mr. Jones? Words scrawl across the page and interlude. We now see a silhouetted Jughead Jones eating Ethel, tearing flesh from her body, while everyone around at the dance realizes that something is very wrong. Veronica. My blood ran cold, Daddy. It was like Jughead wasn't even Jughead anymore. More like he was this, this animal. A tight shot of the zombie Jughead, flesh still dripping off of his mouth, turning towards Veronica. Then he looked up at me and stared right at me. Veronica looking terrified. And as crazy as it sounds, Daddy, I swear. A close-up shot of the zombified Jughead Jones's eyes. On some deep reptilian level, the thing that was once Jughead Jones recognized me and remembered we hated each other. Suddenly, Jughead letting out a moan of complete rage, he throws the lifeless body of Ethel away like it's garbage and lunges towards Veronica and started running towards me faster than I'd ever seen Jughead move while he was alive. A tight shot of Veronica's face staring down the oncoming danger. I was paralyzed. My first thought was, wow, so this is how I die. At a dance, eaten by my arch nemesis, Jughead. How pathetic. While she thinks this, a shot of Jughead with his arms outstretched towards her. Then we're back to her face. She looks mildly annoyed. My second thought was not to mention Betty's finally going to have Archie all to herself. 
We're now back with Veronica and her father in the study. Veronica goes on to say, Speaking of Archie, Veronica's father. Yes, I wondered when it would be revealed that this was all somehow that red-headed dolt's doing. Veronica. I know you hate him, Daddy. I know you don't think he's husband material. But if not for Archie, we now see Jughead mere inches away from Veronica. I'd be dead right now. Archie, dressed as Captain Pureheart, I know that now thanks to a, a helpful person on Twitter, punches Jughead square in the face, looking very heroic. He shouts, Back off, Jughead! Now! Archie now, cupping Jughead's forehead and shoulder, slamming him against the wall. He shouts again, Dude, what are you doing? Archie trying to hold Jughead back while Jughead stretches his neck out as far as it will go and snaps at Archie's face ferociously. While Archie struggles with Jughead, he looks to Reggie. Reggie? A little help here? Reggie's stunned. I... I... And here comes Moose dressed as Frankenstein. I got your back, Arch. Thanks, Moose. Let's get Juggy out of here. Where to? Each of the boys have Jughead by an individual arm. Reggie now springing into action. The locker room. All clear path. Betty now looking to Veronica. You okay? Veronica. I... I think so. From off panel we hear Midge. Uh, Moose's girlfriend. You guys? Midge looking down at Ethel's essentially dead body in a pool of blood. Behind her just as a nice little touch, there's someone dressed as Jason Voorhees and Ghostface from Scream. Pretty cool. Midge herself is the bride of Frankenstein. Midge goes on to say, I think Ethel's, like, really, really hurt. Veronica, looking wistfully off to the side. Of course, holier-than-thou Betty leapt into action. In caption now as we rejoin the flashback, Betty leaning down to tend to Ethel. Veronica's caption. You know, any opportunity for that do-gooder to show the rest of us how incompetent we are in a crisis. Betty, everyone out of my way. Someone call 911 and have them send an ambulance. Veronica, find a chaperone and bring me the first aid kit, will you? Veronica classically has her arms crossed and she's looking off to the side. Betty now trying to shake Ethel. Ethel? Ethel, hang in there. We're getting you some help. You're going to be... A large panel now. The zombified Ethel comes back to life. Her eyes like saucers. Her face chewed. She growls ferociously at Betty. <sighs> Ethel now, shambling to her feet, lets out another groan. <sighs> Betty, stepping backwards. Ethel? Y you're okay? That That's great. That's such a relief. But why are you looking at me like that? Like you're about to... to... A zombified Ethel now, growling again. It's actually kind of a funny image seeing her dressed as Snow White. It's like a zombie Snow White. Veronica leaping to action. She has a fire extinguisher in her hand, and she lets it off in the zombie Ethel's face. Whoosh! Covering her face with foam. Veronica shouts, Out of the way, Betty! Then, with all of her might, Veronica smashes the bottom of the fire extinguisher into Ethel's face. Kachunk! Right across the jaw. And there's a nice trail of blood. We've talked about the ballet of blood to indicate motion. 
This they actually combine it. There is a line to indicate the big swinging motion that she took, and then also there is a trail of blood to, you know, punctuate the whole thing. Betty looking stunned at Veronica. In the back, we see other partygoers looking off into one direction. Another person, I think it might be Kevin, it's hard to say, but I'm pretty sure it is, is beginning to point. Betty gasps. Veronica, Veronica says. Don't thank me, Betty. Thank you? For what? I had everything under control. Veronica, oh, as if. Kevin, uh, heads up, gang. Ethel Muggs, nowhere near dead. And we see Ethel now rising back to her feet. It's a nice shot. Her shoulder's at a 45-degree angle, and her head is just slumped down. It looks like the shot delivered by Veronica might have broken her neck or maybe even her jaw. A panel of Chuck and Dilton looking at each other. Dilton, don't you think? Dilton. Oh, without a doubt, Chuck. Veronica's caption. It was at that moment, I believe. We're back now. Veronica and her father in her father's study. When the twice-killed Ethel Muggs reanimated a second time, that everyone lost their minds. Kids screaming, kids running. Veronica's father. Good lord, Veronica. And not just because of Ethel, daddy. Now, back at the dance, we see Miss Grundy and Mr. Weatherby, now zombies, forcing their way into the gymnasium. But also because that's when Principal Weatherby and Miss Grundy showed up at the gym's main doors, looking like death warmed over. Mr. Weatherby grabs one of the students. Run! Run! Miss Grundy begins to corner another. No! No! Chuck, we need to go, all of us, right now. Link hands and let's get out of Dodge. As he says that in a caption, the zombie Ethel is a trying to grab the kid that is dressed as Jason Voorhees. We now see Chuck, Dilton, Betty, Veronica, Midge, and who I'm assuming is Kevin, linking arms and walking towards the exit. I love how much like an actual Archie comic that when there's emergencies, they somebody instantly goes into some kind of textbook safety procedure. Like Betty is doing the check the surroundings, call 911, find an adult. Chuck's like, everyone link arms and let's walk out single file. It's just it's just pretty funny. Like that 50s sheen of safety first is still present in the Archie zombie comic. It's great. Veronica says, Archie, Chuck, Betty continues, we can't leave without Archie. In a big caption, a zombie groan of Jughead rages. We see Jughead trapped behind the doors of the locker room, looking through the shatterproof glass banging furiously, bang, 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 trying to get out of the door. Reggie on one side, Moose in the center, and Archie on the other. Just stare, not sure what to do. Reggie, what, what the hell's wrong with him? Moose, he's so pumped up, we barely got him in there. Maybe he's, uh, juicing with that, like, bad juice or something. Moose, that's the stupidest, Archie says. I know what it is. All the while, Jughead is still slamming his fists on the door. Bang, bang, bang. A close-up of Archie. When I went to visit Jughead earlier today, because he was sick, Hot Dog was too. Sick as well, a dog. A close-up of Reggie. He looks surprised. Another bang. Bang. What are you talking about? 
Hot Dog was alive? That, that can't be. That's impossible. Archie looking pensive. He has a finger up to his lips. Reggie, I heard him under the porch. He was like, suffering. And Juggy warned me to stay away from him. A close-up shot of Moose. How come? More bangs. Bang, bang. Back to Archie. Well, uh, given what's going on with Jughead, I think it's because he had rabies. I think Hot Dog has rabies and bit Jughead and gave him rabies. And that's what we're dealing with. Dilton and the rest of the kids meeting up with Archie, Moose, and Reggie. Dilton flatly says, It's a zombie apocalypse. Chuck, Jughead, Ethel, Weatherby, Miss Grundy, they're all infected. Leave it to the horror fans to tell you exactly what's going on. Rabies. Give me a break, Archie. Veronica. And eating people. Betty. Don't ask questions. Just accept it. Now a shot of inside the locker room that Jughead is locked in. And he still slams his fists on the doors trying to get out. Bang, bang. Archie's caption. So Jughead's... So he's... Veronica. Yes. It's too late for him, Archie. And the others. And I'm sorry for that. Truly. But we can't stay here. Betty. For once, Veronica's right. We need to get somewhere safe. Where we can regroup. Figure everything out. A close-up of Archie. He looks concerned and... Like he's thinking about something. That's... Yeah. That's good. Good thinking. A panel of Kevin, Dilton, and Chuck. Kevin says... We just don't know where that safe place is yet. Moose with his arm around Midge. They're looking at the door with Jughead locked behind it. More bangs. Bang, bang. Now a long panel. Betty, Veronica, Dilton, Kevin, and Chuck. All in the background in gray. At the center, Archie. Archie's the only one with color. As much color as this book has. Those throbbing oranges and the grays and reds. Archie says, I, I may have an idea. Veronica's caption. We slipped out the side door then, and ran down Thrill Hill into Old Fox Forest. Now a really cool panel that I like quite a bit. It's the entire gang of survivors. They are walking through the woods. The, their silhouettes and the trees are all black, and in the background it's just bright orange. It looks so gorgeous. Almost reminds me of the Season of the Witch. You know that scene. Veronica's caption. Behind us, we heard screams coming from the gym. Wafting along the night wind. Close-up panel of Archie. Veronica's narration continues. Archie wanted to go back. I could see it in his eyes. To... To help. To do something. Anything. A shot of Betty and Veronica. Dilton in the background. But I think for me, or... Maybe it was for Betty. Or maybe it was for both of our safety. Another panel of Archie. Looking determined. He didn't. He kept our group pushing forward. Kept us running. Archie... Speaking orders. Stay together, everyone. We gotta get through these woods. We're now back in Mr. Lodge's study. Veronica looking down at the floor. Her father holding his forehead in his hand. Veronica says, By now, you've probably figured out why I'm telling you all this, Daddy. Her father. I'm getting an inkling. Oh, Veronica. What have you done? Veronica now standing. She takes her father's hand and pulls him to his feet gently. I need you to come with me into the main hall, Daddy. And please, don't lose your temper. We now have a splash page. Veronica and her father. Veronica outstretching her arm, presenting the gang of survivors. Archie speaks. Sorry to disturb you, sir, but Mr. Lodge, 
I've been trying to sneak into your daughter's room for as long as I can remember. And I know what a fortress this place is. If humanity is going to be making its last stand in Riverdale, it's got to be here at Lodge Manor. And then at the bottom of the panel, in swiggly gray lines, we have a very cartoony shot of all our favorite cast of characters. Archie, Betty, Veronica, Moose, Midge, Dilton, Chuck, Reggie, and Kevin. They all kind of look more or less like their classic faces. And it says in big, fun letters, Next! One of these kids is already infected. But which one? And... That is going to do it for issue two of Afterlife with Archie. Things are just getting good. I really got to say the just the love, the attention, the the amount of characters that are getting brought into this story to make sure that the entire gang is accounted for. Lots of Archie characters are here, and more importantly, many more are to come. We're definitely going to get a good view of lots of your favorite Archie universe characters and you get to see them in horrible situations that you'd wish you never did but it's a fantastic read and the juxtaposition of horror and archie characters and deep deep cuts in the archie lore i mean me personally as an archie fan and a horror fan it doesn't get any better than this and the best news yet is we got lots more issues to read for you guys and i will see you back here next week for issue three of Afterlife with Archie. If you guys just want to talk about Archie, if you guys want to talk about this book, if you guys want to recommend new horror books for me to do, and by the way, I did a poll uh, a few weeks ago about if any of you guys would ever want to see me read some horror manga, that is also an option because it was a unanimous yes, so that is also something that you could suggest if you know a really cool horror manga that you'd like me to read. Uh, I'm happy to do that. You can hit me up at Wes Deadair Nipe. And for those of you who aren't uh, sure, Nipe is with a K. It's K-N-I-P-E, not... Uh, it's just silent, is what I'm trying to stammer out. You can also hit me up on splatterpictures.net or the SoundCloud page. We also have a Facebook page. If you guys look for Splatter Pictures, you will find us on Facebook. And I also post stuff there, and you can message me. I'm pretty pumped to respond. Because all I do is sit around, watch horror movies, and read comic books. And my phone is never really that far away. But until next time, I am your horror host, now and forever, Wes Deadairnipe. And I will see you next week on Panels of Blood.